What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, all things geek. I am your host, Evan Swaffer. With me, as always, Josh Barnett. Do. Chuck Nally. Hello. It's the geek to geek It's been a long time since we've done geek to geek Yosemite Sam's a Jew. I, wish, I really <laughs> wish we had Yosemite <laughs> Samuel Rosenbaum on this fucking Michelangelo podcast. Michelangelo Rosenbaum. You're right. Yosemite bit. Samuel Michelangelo Rosenbaum <laughs> the third Today, Rosencrantz and Guildstein. was supposed to be our long-awaited podcast on comics, but it's not. We're just going to talk about the fact that Yosemite Sam is Jewish. The multi-ethnicity like of... I, I am here for this cultural melting pot of the Looney Tunes universe. My head. That's Space Jam 2 racist, could, no, could do nothing but disappoint at this point. <laughs> I am just reeling. Like, Unless Yosemite Sam is lighting the menorah on the fucking bench while LeBron is dunking on the Monstars, I'm going to be real upset with that movie. His dimensions are kind of fucked up, too. I mean, look at his feet compared to his hands. And he's not a I banker. feel like that's probably a racist caricature of Jews, probably. I don't How know. is that? I don't know. It was the fucking 20s or the 40s or whenever he's the hell it was. He's a fucking cowboy that says cotton picking. A racist! <laughs> it looks like he's wearing an egg on his head. All right. I need to preface this. Like, Looney Tunes are important to me. Like, that was my childhood. You put, people say that's my childhood. Looney Tunes well, was my amazing. shit. Like, and I've really enjoyed I've gotten... However... Uh, a late, no, they're fine. Like, I, they're all on HBO Max. The only thing they've censored is they've taken, like, guns out as best as they can, which, to me, is whatever. Pepe but. Le Pew still a rapist? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Uh, yeah, they're not... Sorry, Pepe today, Le Pew Goldberg. Pe- yeah. <laughs> Goldstein. Pepe Are they Le Pew, all Leonardo Goldberg. <laughs> they're all Italian Jews. And Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like, my head is just thrown by this. Like, it changes what I know about this world. Yeah. Like, are they all Jewish or are they all, like, some secret, like, ethnicity that we just don't know? Mm. Like, Roadrunner's Japanese. We just didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, Uh, the the E in Wiley Coyote stands for Espinosa. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like Tweety Bird is, like, from, like, East Berlin. (laughs) (laughs) From a time past. <laughs> if there's anybody that's East Berlin, it's that big red monster thing. Um, the big, Sweetie like, Pie? Is, yeah, it is sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a East Berlin Olympian if I've ever seen one. Marvelous. You know, Marvin the Martian does kind of... No, it was, it was always Bugs when he was doing his... Uh, there was the, the yeah. Daffy Duck one. big-ass sneakers on, though. Was it Duck Busters? Something like that? The the Ghostbusters thing they did? Yeah, I think it was Duck Busters. And he did his manicure. It was also, when he went to space, it was Duck Dodgers. Yeah, Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century. Yes, Duck correct. Duck Dodgers! Marvin uh, the Martian. I mean, he kind of talked. 100% Ethiopian. He kind of talked with a weird accent. I know they're going for Martian, but I feel like that's something. I feel like it's a racial thing now. I mean, probably. Also, Mel LeBlanc is just the king of voice work. Mel Blank. Mel Blank. Excuse yeah. me, I said LeBlanc. I'm putting everything he into was also it. Like Ma- Matthew's great great grandfather. Yeah. He, w- he was secret French. It's okay. Mel like LeBlanc. Le I watched a thing on him the other day with like, voice actors talking about like how insane what he d- oh, would yeah, do no, is. That dude, they were like, like, you can't do what he did. Yeah. Like, I mean, Rob Paulson is like, he does a lot of voices. A lot of people do a lot of voices. Um, what's You're mistaken on the name of that character. 
Who? I've typed in Sweetie Pie Looney Tunes, and that big red monster does not. No, count. Sweetie Pie. Oh, is, I want to say, uh, is, is that a Muppet? Is it so, it's definitely no, sweet something. Sweetie Pie was Sweetums the pink version of Tweety Bird. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sweet Tooth <laughs> from Looney Tunes is. He does have a name, though. I think, although I think it came later. Uh. Gossamer. Gossamer. So you were close. Yes, I was basically there. <laughs> Sweetie Gossamer. Gossamer H. Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got to be Scottish, right? With yeah, all that, red all that red hair, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, here we go. Gossamer McDougal. <laughs> Is he just Scrooge McDuck now? No, he's a McDougal. McDougal. What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, let's be fair. No, you can't lump them all in to go. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, those are his people. I don't know. I think you're Scottish, aren't you? I'm mostly Irish. We all are. We all want to be the Scottish, but we've Scott. got <laughs> stupid Irish. <laughs> well, now it can only go downhill, but let's talk about coffee. Okay. <laughs> I'm so I had to detour because that was just blew my fucking mind. Like nothing else has in a while. I mean, now everybody's reeling. So yeah, we should talk comics. Just get some happiness back in the world because everybody's struggling right now. So we've had a few different lists that we were gonna do, and time has kept on passing because we have things to do, and because Josh doesn't read comics unless we make him. But he wants to. Sup. I do. Like a clockwork orange. <laughs> Just sit him in a room with his eyes peeled open. Uh, so we narrowed down. So we first off, we're talking DC. I do read all Marvel. Um, not, neither of these guys do, so I'm not going to talk about what's going on in Marvel. Um, I like independent comics, but I haven't got to read many lately. So right now, today, the three of us, what we're talking about is the current state of DC comics. Um a big thing is happening now. Um, they just went through <coughs> a crisis level events in death metal. Um, so we're going to be talking death metal. We're going to be talking uh, the latest, the follow up to uh, the wonderful deceased. We're going to be talking about deceased dead planet. And we are going to uh, mainly be talking about the current state of DC, which is called future state. Um, and that is basically a whole new line of books. Um, everything started at one, and so clean slate, so it's a good jumping in point. <coughs> so, if you've been thinking about starting comics, and it's always a daunting task to start comics, because of just how much there is. Yes, it is. It is a wonderful fucking spot to jump in. If you're wanting to read DC, now's the time. You jump in. Pick, you don't Pick need, a few books and go. Uh, Josh can attest to this, and he's going to hear kind of what happened in Death Metal for the first time. Uh... You don't have to know what set the stage for this. Just death metal led to this, and now there's a whole new line of ones. And just start reading. It's wonderful. And you'll catch up. They do a great job of telling you kind of how the fuck this happened. When I first got back into Marvel, Cap was like 80 years old. And I was like, what the fuck? What's happening? Eventually, they explained it. It just happened like two books before I started. So, it's whatever. And guess what? I was like, he'll change back. He changed back like a year later. Just happens. But then evil Cap happened. And then he changed Hydra back. Cap. That was a different one. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Marvel. <laughs> I really love that Are story. Are you sure? I really love that story. It gets shit on because people don't like change. 
uh, which is probably <laughs> going to be the fact that people don't like Future State. Shocker. Which is stupid. Yeah. Do they not? I'm sure they don't. Oh. Like, I'm That's positive. I haven't read anything. Um, I'm liking everything I've read so far. It's awesome. They can. I love it when they can play around with people and not have real consequences, because this is just a heroes, possible like... future. Yes. Oh, the last time, the New Age of Heroes thing they did when we God, first started reading. Them. It was really good, and it went poorly. I just don't Like, understand. sales like, were abysmal. How many more Superman stories can we tell without bringing in new people along with Like, I don't know. There's so many Batman books. They're going to bring in more Batman books, yeah. too. All the Batman There's books. a new, like, villain debuting in May, I think, right? Mm-hmm. What's her name? Miracle Molly. There it is. They might be running out of names. <laughs> Clown Killer? <laughs> Uh, that one wasn't the best. I did like Punchline a lot, though. Punchline's great. Uh, she's also devious as shit. She's like, oh, the Joker, baby, do it. So Blow we're not, we won't, we so won't say, go. Is that the new, like, quote-unquote love interest or whatever? She was. We won't talk about the whole thing. Joker War also happened right before. Yeah. Did you like Joker War? Yeah. Yeah, Joker War is really good. And it's awesome. actually been mentioned in the uh, in Future State. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, just kind of a throwaway line, but, like, it's clear that, like, that's at least in the timeline that they're showing future state. We don't know if this is like the definite set future. And do you know what happened in Joker War? I do not. Joker figured out who, like, he already knows that Batman's Bruce Wayne. He's That's known for, him a long for a time. minute. Yeah. Uh, but he goes and steals all of his money and then wages this giant epic war on Gotham City where he has like Batmobiles and like an unmentionable amount of resources. I mean, Batman gets some stuff back, but he's like a fraction of his like previous fortune. Yeah, so Harley he's gets her go throat cut, low, and low so tech. she's got like this big ass scar on her neck now. Naturally, by punchline. Yeah, punchline was cool. Punchline was like the new Harley, except yeah. she was way more like evil, and she is devious. Because afterwards, she played like victim and got yeah. away with it, kind of. And they, everybody's like, the fuck. Yeah. Um. So it yeah, good. it was really good. So let's let's start out. Let's talk about. Deceased. Josh, probing questions. Uh, we're going to talk about Dead Planet. Um, if you haven't read the original Deceased, I highly recommend it. It's oh, so um, awesome. Marvel Zombies was kind of the first to do this. I was like the main thing, and this is just their version, and it's very good. If you like Marvel Zombies, you'll like this. Or Blackest Night. Uh, yes. This, Blackest like Night is kind Blackest of its Night. own thing. Like Blackest it's, Night was also... Like, it's continuity. Yeah, it's canon. To yeah. where like they, It was a way for them to bring back dead heroes. Um, and also, they are really leaning into the fucking Black Lantern ring lately. Yeah. Deceased was the way to kill people and make it awesome. It was awesome. That's always the best part. It was the best part about, like, when they did uh, the Ultimate Universe in Marvel, like, people fucking died. And it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever wanted to watch a zombified Martian Manhunter go ham on people in the... Uh, Fortress of Solitude. I like Ham. Because it, I do it, like Ham. Yeah, Ham's great. Because it happens. Like he murders a bunch of like people, and then Flash like gets zombified and starts murdering people all over the world. Yeah, they were like, "Oh shit, Flash got bit." And <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, he's kind of the most fuck fuck all you Superman OP people. Like Flash. Well, Superman Flash was the only like, person to stop him, and that's who infected Superman. And, and then, then they were like everything. Like there is actual a line in the original deceased of where I believe who is it? It's Vandal Savage, I think, goes, "Oh shit, Wonder Woman's a zombie," <laughs> and like because she just busts through the wall, and he's like, "We're dead." Yeah, and, and like she does, she just wrecks shop. There, he's like, "Well, that's unstoppable." Yeah. Uh, yeah, Superman becomes a zombie and just hangs out in the sun. 
Yeah, that's where he is now. They never really addressed like what they're going to do with him. No, he lives in the sun. <laughs> it's I, see, I, one of the things summer I'm, home, the sun or home. He's just that he's no. eating the sun. They say like slowly. Yeah, and like so he's there. That's also, awesome. that kind of plays into Future State. There's a book where he's doing that. That's fair. I will say uh, one of the things I liked about the original DCs is that they made Batman a zombie almost instantly. Yes, and they should have. Yeah, it's a so good it's way. not about Batman; it's about everybody else. And um, God damn it, I already forgot the name again. After I told you what it was, Dead Planet. Dead Planet. Uh, it's not Rose about any Bound. of the major. People. It's not. not it goes really. a lot younger. So we start off like it is about at the end of Deceased, there is basically an arc of people and they escape to Earth 2. Like Earth 1 is done. Mm-hmm. Like it's just overran and that's it. Um, they get a signal and they don't know what it is, but that somebody's alive and there's something directly contacting them on Earth 2. So a team goes back and it's, it's Batman, who is now Damien, uh, John, and a lot of younger superheroes. And so they go back and it's Cyborg's head. Um and he's Wonder Woman rips it off in the first one. Yeah. Naturally. And he's just chilling there, sending a signal. But it's because like he had he is the cause of DC's. Like he the anti life equation gets say, released yeah, from I him. I remember that because I read part of DC. Well it turns out like the code for healing is also inside of him. There is a cure, is what we is basically the crux of Dead Planet is they are on a dead planet, but there's a cure because they've been just murdering zombies because they're like they're gone and we have to get through this and then they're like, Oh shit, we can fix all these people. So yeah, then they have to fight without killing. And then there's also this one um bastion of safety which is in Gotham and it's yes. Uh, Poison Ivy has just a giant wall of plants. She made a city of plants that no zombies can like get can't get through the wall without getting like shredded by the by the plant life. Yeah, which is kind of awesome. So it's the only safe haven outside of in Australia. Oh, where the villains have where their there's little... a villains like uh, oh fortress. Oh my god, that that scene was my one of my favorite scenes in comics in all year. of comics. <laughs> okay, so. Um, John Constantine gets like a bunch of magic users together to go and find out what's going on at the second like safe haven or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's this huge wave of zombies and then like a, a moat and then this uh, this building, this giant building. And so they're like, well, we'll just fly over and no big deal. Um, so they're flying over. It's Zatanna, Constantine, Swamp Thing, Blue Devil, Ragman. Um, Ragman's so fucking cool. Ragman he all of cool. a sudden is really cool. <laughs> He's been cool. They just don't use him that much. Just you know how the comics are. He's really so cool. So they're stage. they're going across, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Wait a minute, that's not a moat. It's moving. It's moving. Holy shit! It's zombified plastic man." And so he's just cut, like launches himself out of this moat and just starts. It is so awesome. <laughs> just start fucking murdering. People shit. die hard. I thought Zatanna died. Um, Blue Devil died bad. Yeah, he didn't die a good death. No, like he didn't come back as a zombie. There wasn't much left of him. No. Oh God, it was so badass. Blue Devil, it was just such a cool. Oh, Ragman died that right there too. No. Yeah. There's just so many Those like souls. cool things. But I was just like. I actually they showed the moat and I'm like that's weird why is it that color and I was like oh it's just blood and yeah then, that's what I thought too yeah and then it started moving and I was like what is this this is something uh, but I'd never dreamed I was like it's just a moat of plastic man I'm I'm gonna pull that picture up because it's, it's so awesome awesome but yeah so like who else living in there penguin 
Yeah. Um, um, who else is inside? Lex Luthor's dead already. Yeah. I think. I don't know if Raish is in there or not. It's like rich people. Yeah, it's a bunch of really rich people, and they have uh, Ivo, and so they are creating an army of Amazos uh, <laughs> okay. to to just wipe out the zombies. Um, and it's a good plan, but and everybody's on board with it till they figure out that everybody can be saved. So then they have to fight the zombies and the villains because they unleash the Amazos and they are murdering. They're beat. They're easily beating the zombies because there's literally like a thousand Amazos. <laughs> uh, which if you don't know who Amazo is, it's just Robot Justice League. Yeah, per mm-hmm. Amazo, uh, and it's awesome. Um. So yeah, they just destroy. Um are you looking up the picture? Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was just really it's so much fun playing with it. Did we lose any major of uh, the major ones that came back from Earth 2? I don't think we did. Um, oh, well, we lose uh so Green Arrow. Green Arrow gets bit and he comes back with Canary, who Canary is also now a, a Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. And she gets chosen awesome, when she I've comes back. Hey, yeah, she's a really good Green. I'm like maybe they should think about doing this. This is really cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, cause she like kind of goes crazy after that happens. And then she's like, I, we, I will never let anyone hurt him. So, and then, and then of course he gets brought back at the end and that pretty much, they bring most of the heroes back at the very end. All, All right. right. <laughs> I want to see. It's so cool. <laughs> um, so they, um, they, this was the end of Deceased, at least for now. And then they can always go back and tell more stories that happen in between. But we saw the end. Like, zombies are done because sure they, they found the cure. able to activate the... Well, there was also other stuff with the Amazos, too, because Trigon... Oh, yeah, Trigon. It was time now. Too much to... death happens, so Trigon gets unleashed. Oh, yeah, I mean, you activated it. And that entered enter John Constantine. <laughs> it was so great. God, you, I love Constantine. You get to tell this because you're the bigger Constantine fan. It was... One of the more badass things ever. So so Constantine gets his plan. And he's like, all right, well, I guess I got to do this thing now. The Always the reluctant hero. He's usually out for himself. Supreme con yeah, yeah. man that also does magic. Um, so he goes to Namba Parbat, which is where the Legion of Shadows is based out of. Uh, Dead Man's there. And uh, he goes in. He's got Ragman's cloak. And uh, he stabs uh, like a goddess or something like that. He gets like the Spear that. of Destiny. Get, the, get, the, get that Spear of Destiny. Naturally. Dead Man's like, no, don't do that. John, what are you doing? And John just opens up Ragman's cloak and absorbs Dead Man. Um, and then, oh, he has the Helm of Fate. Well, he goes to, <laughs> yeah, he gets the Helm of Fate. He also goes to the Rock of Eternity, uh, grabs the... Um, uh, he becomes Shazam, basically. Yeah. Um. So he goes to fight. You guys told me about this. Trigon yeah. with the helmet of fate, Ragman's cloak, the spear of destiny, the power of Shazam. Like, it's a ridiculous and amazing picture of like when so he floats cool. out. You're He's like, got, what like, the all fuck? this shit on. It's so awesome. But in that particular fight, he gets his ass. He like he goes toe to toe for a while, but he dies. Yeah, he gets his ass kicked and he dies. However, that's his plan. That was part of his plan. He becomes Dead Man with yeah. the, the, the his Dead Man's soul. He becomes Dead Man and goes into Trigon and s- sacrifices himself on the spear. That's pretty awesome. It was great. I love a lot of the DC Dark stuff. Like I think that that whole cast of characters is super fucking cool. The newest Justice League Dark, like 
Constantine's kind of there, but he's not leading it. It's Wonder Woman, which is an interesting dynamic. It has been ever since the Witching Hour uh, book. They've really leaned into her magical side. Yeah. The only part of that that I read was the one that was at the end of the Justice League book, mm-hmm. which was like, I guess, the, the stuff Oh, you're talking about Future State? Yeah. He's talking about stuff pre-Future oh, State. Gotcha, she's, gotcha. Been, she's been like the focus of the ongoing Justice League Dark book, which is now over. But yeah, uh, yeah well, no, we'll talk about that book. That book was badass. Um... So, yeah, so DC's Dead Planet was amazing. Uh, it ends really well. I hope they return to that world. Um, hopefully a little bit better than Hope It World's End if they do. Yeah, that one was I mean, it was a dollar book. Yeah, and it was, it was fun to read, but it wasn't like... I mean, it was kind of cool to see Undead Atom Smasher just, like, tromping around, just smashing people with his feet because he's 200 feet tall. As you do. Um, but all that stuff happened kind of before Deceased really got going because Wonder Woman and Superman and whatnot came in because Black Adam was a zombie. That um, can't end well. No, they, they, they figured stuff out, but, um, but yeah, so that, that, that was fine. I don't even re- really remember how it ended too much. I just know that it leads into Deceased, which is great. Yeah. And, uh, Dead Planet, which is also great. Yes. Uh, all right, so let's talk about death metal. So okay. we had uh, just metal, which happened two, three years ago Yeah, at this point. Uh, one of the bigger events that they've had in a long time. It happened just before we really started our, our thing of getting into comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went back and read it um, and really liked it because we were getting in for Doomsday Clock, which metal is so much better than Doomsday Clock. Yeah, Everything is. And the Doomsday Clock is awesome. Most most of the rest of it is not. Right. Um, Anyway, so uh, Metal was great, uh, but it does, if you haven't read that, Death Metal is hard to get. Uh, But they've had the Year of the Villain leading up. Ever since then, they put a crack in the source wall, uh, which is this literal wall that surrounds the edge of the universe of the dc universe and man they get like really fucking out there with this yeah it's hard to like comprehend where they're going sometimes um there's a crack in the source wall which turns back it's holding out basically the creator of our universe which is this malevolent being named perpetua who is the mother of the universe and also the monitor anti-monitor and world forger who are her children yeah um, and anti-modern, well-known, obviously, mm-hmm. has been a big villain before, but she is, like, just way more powerful than him. Oh, yeah. Um, she's been the big thing with the totality and all that. Apex and then, Lex. Yes, Apex Lex was the thing, who is, like, her chosen disciple. And then it entered Batman Who Laughs, who basically just comes in after Lex has done all the work and is just like, nah. And they like <laughs> he explains why he's so much better choice, and she casts Lex aside, and shouldn't do that because Batman Who Last is a devious motherfucker. It's and a cool design. It was all right part. Now. It was all part of his plan. Yeah, like, to just be God, basically. Yeah. Um. So because he, he comes from the the dark multiverse, which is the whole premise of metal, and the dark multiverse are worlds that should have been destroyed. They are the bad versions of what could have happened. and But those worlds are supposed to be destroyed at the World Forge, but they're living off in this basically upside-down universe of ours. Yep. Um, and what Metal does is bring them in. And uh, af- so when Death Metal, at the end of like the Year of the Villain, basically the world has a choice, and the world basically votes to choose on the side of Justice or on the side of Doom. And the world actually chooses Doom. 
and we see the heroes are basically like gonna go away. And this is never addressed exactly what the fuck happened. But it went into like that portal. Yes, from the like the guardians, like the guys that do the Green Lanterns and all that. And I was like, what the, what the fuck is happening? And we've still never really understood what happened from they that. They went into the portal and then came out on the other side as death metal. Yeah, and because it turns out, and also. We talked about Marvel earlier. I started back when they did uh, the last uh, Battle World, uh, all that deal, um, and uh, it this is this this is DC version of that. It's the same, and it, equally as awesome. They're both great, but it's the same fucking thing, and it's awesome. Except it was Doom doing that one, and this one, the Batman who laughs tri- twists like literally like the landscape of the world into his own design. And I love looking at the map. There's a map laid out of like how the world's changed, and it's just so cool. Like reading like where all these locations are, and like what's happening there, and it, the lore. It looks that like could... a, a continent, kind of like how you would see uh, like the map of uh, Middle Earth when they were doing their trek across, you know. Yeah. There's like this the Valley of the Rainbow Rings, and it's basically where all the Green Lantern rings went to die after all the Green Lanterns were killed, and it's just a bunch of dead lantern rings. There's Castle Bat, which is his headquarters, which is a Batman. It's a living... That's the dumbest story out of all. It's awesome, but it's so stupid. <sighs> it is stupid. Castle Bat is a... Li- it's where, you know, so like all these dark versions of Batman... They that's one of in. them, is a castle. Where, well, it used to be the city of Gotham. Yeah, Batman <laughs> possessed the city of Gotham. <laughs> At the end of the book, though, it turns into a giant person that they fight, which is fucking cool. Interesting. Okay. Um, but that's at like the head. There's these two wings and stuff like that. Them, you see where Themyscira went, which is where um, they keep like in prison like, all the people that Batman who last wants them to. And the person he's got running it is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is siding with him so that it, hopefully at some point she can kind of get things back. Uh, Aquaman rules the seas, but the only reason is under because protest, basically, he's, he's got working Bathomet, for which is a Batman version of Cthulhu uh, that controls him. There's they got Batman a little versions of everything. Yeah, they got apparently. a little out there. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. There's the uh, the bat. Uh, wait, the Batman who frags, which is a Batman version of Lobo, and it's awesome. Fucking Lobo, man. Lobo is the best. He is so I've always had a cool. hard time getting into Lobo. I have a love hate relationship with he Lobo. He's such the a best. Rob Liefeld ass character. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. He's nineties as fuck. Uh, he's awesome. But so is Cable, and I love Cable. Man, um, he showed up in a book today that I read, and I was just like, man, really? Green Lantern. I yeah, already did. didn't like this book to begin with because I fucking hate Guy Gardner. Lobo, Lobo I like Gar- Guy Gardner. Yeah, Lobo is integral to uh, what they do in He's order a- to get everything. Because now, uh, apparently, his healing power is so strong, if he bleeds, he can make more versions of himself. It's so stupid. It's, it's awesome. Aw- but it is awesome. <laughs> anyway, so... So this has happened, and we just come into this world. Like, it just exists now. Yeah. And, like, it has its own history. Like, it's always been this. And they really don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, so Superman's being held on this version of, like, New Genesis being, like, slowly fed the anti-life equation. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman... By the Dark Father, <laughs> which is a Batman dark side. Of course. It's awesome. There's Batman everything. Literally Josh. everything. They went crazy with it it's this time. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Super, uh, Wonder Woman's basically running the prison, which is hell, like with the prison beneath yeah. Themyscira. Yeah. Um, 
and Batman, something's up with him. You don't know at first really what's happening. And there in the first book, like Wonder Woman's around the prison. She gets a mysterious prisoner that goes on. It turns out it's Wally, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of answer. It was a kind of a cop out. I think they didn't know what to do at some point before this. Wally got the power of Doctor Manhattan and the Morbius chair, and it led to this. Okay, so yeah. he has anti-crisis energy. Is what that led to. That's important. Book ass phrase. Go yeah, on. Correct. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, it gets weird. This I was like, this will be crazy for you just to jump into and read. Um, I don't think I could. It's, it's con- awesome, it, and it's so. I've read every book, and it's was, so confusing still. Just reading the like first like death metal stuff a couple of years back, like it was just oh, dense just the metal like, stuff. Just, yeah, trying to penetrate that wall was just like I can't do it. I want to, but I can't. So Superman's like this gorilla fighter, or excuse me, Batman's like this gorilla fighter that just keeps attacking all the bad. Batman and <laughs> so he's they're like I know you're here the Batman who laughs is and he's severely outnumbered and then all of a sudden he's like nope and he's got the black lantern ring and just rise, rise. <laughs> and all these dead people come out and you're like oh my god and they're led of course by Jonah Hex out of nowhere it was awesome <laughs> I love it relevant again um well, Sergeant Rock tells most of the story, and he's a half a person. Yes, that is correct. It's great. Uh, throughout the entire like series, yeah. uh, Wonder Woman had been instructed to break down uh, the invisible jet, and it turns out she uh, made an invisible chainsaw out of it. And uh, yeah, where the blade was her lasso. That's correct. And murders okay. the Batman who laughs. Like cuts him in half lengthwise. It's Awesome. I do like a little, like how into the violence they've leaned a little bit with DC. It was sure. thick, <laughs> uh, but it turns out because he's Batman, that was his pl- part of his plan, of course. Because he has the body of Doctor Manhattan, and he becomes Batman who laughs, Doctor Manhattan. So a god. <laughs> I mean, it's like ten layers deep. Yeah, it's, it's great. insane. He's, he's called the Darkest Knight now. He just looks like a giant Batman shadow. Yeah, he basically he looks like Batman Beyond except evil and nineties, because everything is like eighties nineties design. Yeah, because it's all metal themed. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. And he eventually, as of course, goes against Perpetua, and they have just the battle of gods. And this turns out so like in and uh, in Marvel, it turned out like. That whole story was really about like it's to me it's the best Doctor Doom, Reed Richards story ever told, and but it, like in the end it was this big Mar- Marvel wide thing but in the end it was about those two. This one this was really Batman was the biggest central most important figure of metal. This one was Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, this is the story of how Wonder Woman is the best of us basically. Uh, like even over Superman, like she is the symbol uh, that. You know, she's from Earth, I guess, but she is like the most inherently good, right? Um, and in the end, she makes the right choice. I agree with that, but okay, Uh, that's what they're going with. Uh, because Superman is turns out dying because the anti life equation has made it too far. They're making him into um, dark side, so his heat vision is like those little jagged mega beams. It's awesome, love that. (laughs) And like his whole arm is like a dark side arm, like this arm right here. And he's like, so he's too you, far gone. Okay. And Batman, it turns out, the entire time has been dead. He's been dead. 
He's just using the Black Lantern ring to keep himself going. <laughs> but on the side of good. Yes. Okay. He His enormous will can keep it at bay. Batman is the most overpowered character in fucking comics. You're not wrong. Uh, so one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite scenes was when okay, so they introduced the Robin King in uh, Death. Robin Metal. King is a badass new character. He is a Bruce Wayne, but he didn't want to be a Batman because of all these words of why Robin is better. Yeah, he he murdered Facts. his parents when he was eight instead of some guy in a. In a he killed them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, Robin is just Robin and Bruce. Bruce has his hand cut off with uh, the uh, the Black Lantern ring on it. Uh, everything is dead. Uh, all the little like demon Robins that the Batman who laugh used to have, uh, Nightwing, Bane, like everybody on the battlefield is dead. It's just those two people, and Batman is just like we all are Batman. Except for you, punk. And he's like, "Did you really expect me to uh, carry my Black Lantern ring on my finger?" And it, he like had it hidden, and all the everybody was gets back up. He's like, "It's rise. like the, and there's zombie versions of it's like everybody. the fucking White Walkers. It's Jeez. awesome." Um, and also, but Robin King was bad. He wears a his utility belt is like the most badass utility. He has something in his utility belt to kill every hero. It's amazing. His design is dope too man he's I got like this little it. crown of thorns and he's got these uh these little talons he's a hundred percent gonna come back oh he's sure. too good of a character not to well, that? yeah that's him okay well speaking of coming back uh the very end of this is wonder Wo- uh, like a 700 foot tall wonder woman against a 700 foot tall darkest night but the wonder woman is golden she's essentially a goddess now um, and she pushes pushes him like into the future. Okay, so here's like what they and I read. I had to read this like four times to even kind of understand what they're going for. Because <laughs> what how this book ends is bad fucking ass. It's really fucking cool. But so the crisis restarts the universe every time. They're, basically, they're trying to explain. They're trying to bring make all of DC's history matter and be have a reason of why it's changed. And yeah. they did a little bit of that with Doomsday Clock, but this is really how they tie it all together. Um, and this is basically, they kind of went away from the fifth generation stuff, but this is kind of it. Um, there are the basically the other versions of Perpetua. She's part of a race, and like they're kind of like the overseers. You don't really see them, but like they're the all-powerful beings. Crisis just kept resetting the universe. And so infinite crisis, crisis on infinite earth, all that stuff. So Final she crisis. had the choice that if she let, she could let the Batman who laughs win because he could beat them along with her and they could reset the universe, but she'd have to live. And he was like, I promise you, he's like, I just want to rule, but he's like, you guys can have your one little part of reality and y'all do your own thing. I don't give a shit. He's like, but this is how it, he's like, this is how we do this. And, but she is too good for that, and she's like, "I'd rather us be in, you know, in nobly." And she pushes him into the like sun, and he dies. Um, so as of right now, Batman who laughs is dead. He'll hundred percent come back at some point, but yeah. he's dead. And so the benevolent beings show up and are like, "We were going to reset you, but your selflessness has caused us to rethink." Blah blah blah. Comics, Wonder Woman, you're so good. All this. But they changed the fucking, like, 
literal makeup of the DC universe. Earth one was always the center of the universe. So we cut forward to like time for Diana is missing. We don't know what the fuck happened to her after that. So when we cut away from future state and go back to present, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with wonder woman. Yeah. There is now like a, they have their own version of like Marvel sword up in space. That's a watchtower that exists between like universes that like you can't, it can't be detected. And it's a group of good people and bad people. So, like, Lex Luthor, Vandal Savage. They have to be vibrated there by by a speedster, basically. Yes. Um, so, it kind of exists between? Between spaces. And there's okay. a name for that. I can't remember what it's called. Anyways. Um, so, they're there, but they can view the world. So, basically, Earth-1 is no longer the center. There's two centers mm-hmm. at the universe. Some people are saying that they are one of the centers. To me, it reads like they are just on the outside and we don't know what the other center is. But the last line of the book says we're calling the other one Elseworlds. So it brings... Or Elseworld. Elseworld. The other ce- there's okay. two so centers. All the- one of them is Elseworld. Elseworld's stories are now part of continuity it's and canon. canon. They're just happening on this other center right. of the it's universe. It's a planet <laughs> where these stories happen. When I read that, I flipped the fuck out. It's I was like, so it was all awesome. worth it. Because guess what? <laughs> We're going to get more Elseworld stories because it's been a long-ass time yeah. since it's I Elseworld. Yeah. Well, it's basically what Black Label became, and their Black Label's done well for them in a time where some other stuff has struggled. And <clears throat> I think Black Label is going to be just Elseworld stories, and therefore, and then we'll get the main thing. So it was a really f- cool... It's also the omniverse now, not the multiverse. There's an infinite number of worlds. Yeah, 52, realities, is, 52 is gone. Yeah, all realities. Okay. Everybody remembers oh, all of their history. Justice Society's back. They exist again. Yes, Justice Society's back. That was a big thing. They haven't existed since pre-New 52. Yeah. Which Dr. Yeah. Manhattan caused. Yeah. Turns out. Um New 52 is what is yeah. Dr. Manhattan? Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, the New 52 exists because of Dr. Manhattan. Interesting. So he that ma- was that he was, was exper- he was experimenting. Okay. Yeah, he was experimenting with their with their universe. This is where he is, when he left the Watchmen universe. This is where he escaped to because he was drawn by Superman and he wanted to see basically what they were. And he's almost a god himself. And he was just playing with like he went back and moved the lantern out of Alan, whatever his name is, Reach Alan Scott when he became Lantern for the first time, and yeah. he dies, and he never becomes that. And he basically, basically the way to start New 52 is prevent Justice Society from ever existing. Okay. Because they were the I like f- that they tied it, uh, yeah, I mean, I like that they're making it all it mean is, something. It all goes together now. It's not broken up into, like, New 52 is this one thing, mm. but it doesn't fucking matter anymore, because, no, that happened. Rebirth kept some stuff, but reset other things. No, it's all, like... Everybody remembers everything and everything that's that ever is, happened. That is the thing matters. now. Everybody got all of their memories. Okay. Um, like everybody remembers literally everything that's happened, and it. Some people are, and they're gonna. That will be a struggle for some people. Yeah. Um, because some like we've seen it before. Like Wally, when he came back, remembers his children that don't exist here. Well, now they do, but at the time they didn't exist. Yeah, Caused some problems. Yeah. <laughs> he murdered people. Uh, one per- one person that's not back, Roy, but he will be. Yeah. Also, they did. They didn't show yet. They when Batman raised people and it reset. Uh, basically, they said, and we don't know who all yet they're talking about. A lot of heroes are back. Roy's back. Alfred will be back for sure. Alfred is a hundred percent back. This is how they. Oh, Alfred got murdered, them. by the way. Oh, what? 
Bane snapped his neck in front of Damien. It was brutal. That was, yeah, that was City of Bane. It was it was bad. And he Bruce hasn't done well since then. No. Yeah, believably. I understand that. So all of that is to lead to the new line. And Doomsday Clock Mattering, this at the end of Doomsday Clock, they'd had this weird prophetic thing of like seeing the future, and it was basically of the DC universe. And we've gotten through Death Metal, which was basically mentioned, and everything was like metaphor. Uh, future state is going to happen. If it's to be believed, this is a shorter run, but I'm guessing like a year or two is going to be the future state verse, and then it is already said they're going to come back to the original. Oh, I thought, I thought future state was going to be shorter than that. Uh, the future state line of books is through the end of March, but then it goes into regular books that is still in future state. Oh, okay. Um, future state is a line that leads into the new like where we're going for a little bit and then they're gonna they'll reset to where we were um okay. problem uh, maybe a year would be my guess because that's not that long in the comics world um i could be wrong but that really seems to be how they're doing it um a lot of these books ended already at two issues <laughs> they have but they're all leading into another book right. um so we're gonna talk about those there's a lot uh oh man there's a lot of stuff <laughs> okay um so we're going to go through future. We're just going to talk about all the books. Um, I've read everything but the newest Justice League, uh, which is number two. Um, so we're just going to – you've read a lot of the number ones. Have you read all the number ones? Uh, so we'll talk about – we may talk about the second books, slight spoilers, but for comics, that's – you know, we're spoiling 24 pages, so it's yeah. not that big a deal. Uh, I'm just going to go in order, and let's just talk about books and see – let's talk about what's good and what's not. Okay. Uh, what do you think about Harley Quinn? Didn't get to it. Uh, I thought the first one was fine. The second one was really good. It was. I said meh. I went back and looked. I was like, I'm pretty sure I called this meh. And then book two is awesome. Yeah. I feel like that is kind of a theme. With, with a, a lot of these. those. Uh-huh. I agree with you. So in this one, so at the beginning of every book is like this caveat that this comes out of uh, future state, or excuse me, comes out of uh, after the throes of death metal. Yeah, so it's the same line in every one of them, except for I have to read a number one, evidently, and so I'm not gonna have that. Um, I've got one here. Hang yeah, on. it. But yeah, basically, it's that after death metal, this in the this is a possible future. There it is. Oh no, it's not. No, it's Anyways, not, not worried about it. <laughs> Um, I don't think that this is necessarily the direct future of the universe that we know, but it's a possible future because now, like, supposedly all these things are possible. Yeah. At I've, first, I've I thought the quote. By okay, me. go ahead. Yeah, the multiverse has been saved from the brink of destruction. With victory comes new possibilities. As the triumph of our heroes shakes loose the very fabric of time and space, from the ashes of death metal comes new life for the multiverse and a glimpse into the unwritten worlds of tomorrow. Unwritten worlds of tomorrow. So that's kind Today. of we are looking at the unwritten <laughs> worlds of tomorrow. And I thought, reading this at first, we were talking about multiple futures here. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. Do you? There's some confusion I, for me about Batman specifically and Nightwing. I think it's we're in the same future at very different points in the timeline of it. Okay, that's what I seem to be gathering. Um, there are it, multiple books that I've read that feel like they're early. 
Yeah, very and early. some I didn't yeah. think were early, and then by reading another one, I was like, oh, shit, that other book takes place like years from now or whenever that is. Um, yeah, so Harley Quinn, yes, first one, eh, second one, very good. And this one, um, so a big thing in Future State is Gotham is – like a, I love this under occupation prison city basically. It's uh, at the end of uh, the actual Batman run, a uh, somebody there's a new mayor, Nakano. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very anti Batman, uh, just because he's had some bad stuff happen because of vigilantes. And so, in this future, he is called upon basically a private army called the Magistrate uh, to come in and uh, basically govern instead of the police. Mm-hmm. And but shoot mask on sight. Yeah, and they're like a totalitarian With regime. The peacekeepers. Um, yeah, and so a lot of books take place within this, like a shocking amount, because mm-hmm. like Batman matters. Batman sells. Yeah, basically is the best way. Batman, to Batman, Nightwing, Catwoman, Harley Quinn, like anybody even kind of related. Some of the Superman stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Harley. It, I mean, it's a good dude. It's a good idea. I'm glad is. that they leaned. It into is, it. and Harley. We open up with Harley Quinn. Harley's been captured, um, and she's being taken to Doctor Crane uh, because Scarecrow is reformed, uh, and he's working for the magistrate. And but they are. He, he's very much trying to take down Black Mask and the Black Mask gang. Black Mask design, especially in that second book, is fucking cool. It's really fucking cool, and he is. He can't catch them, so he basically brings on Harley and says, I'll make your life comfortable if you're basically my profiler. And she helps him track down Professor Pig and capture mm-hmm. him, uh, Firefly, uh, just to kind of like get his trust. And then in the second one, uh, they're when they're going after him, Black Mask is frustrated. He becomes Scarecrow again to go after, and it's awesome. It's really cool. Uh, and you kind of see like how badass he can be when it's not Batman that's just going to beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. Like he like mask is scared. Yeah, and it's really cool. It turns out that Harley's just fucking okie dokie, you know, basically the whole time playing them against each other because of course she is. <laughs> and she, she goes free. It's a solid book, but it, I was glad it was over after two. Yeah. Um, let's talk about one Josh has read. Let's talk about Superman of Metropolis. Yeah, I read uh, issue one of this. So. John is the Superman. Do we ever find out where Clark is in this book? Not in this book, but the War World one. I mean, yeah, he's. Was... All, I'm guessing that's where he's at. Yeah. Um, but they don't really talk directly about what happened to him, though. No, they don't. I I haven't seen any books that do. No. So John is the Superman now, and the whole point of this book is basically is like he is Metropolis's Superman. Yes. Um. Not of the world, like he is. He cares about Metropolis, and that is, you know, what he's going to do. At some point, him and Kara, who is like, is it Kara or Kara? I've always said Kara, but Kara. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure. It's Superwoman. Kara. Yeah. Um, she's kind of like guiding him a little bit and helping him. She's kind of stepped into the Superman role. Yeah. And they have taken down a Brainiac at some point, but through that created like some fucking super other supercomputer. I don't know. It was it's weird. A, it's a culmination of other Brainiacs. It's called, called brain, brain cells. cells. Yes. And he's just like a ball with a bunch of mouths. I hate that design. 
I don't like it either, but I like the concept. It looked like those. There was a '90s toy that yeah. was like a little ball that had a bunch of mouths on it, and it looked yeah. exactly like that. Strangely, I didn't pay attention to its design at all. I was looking at all the other art, and it's like, didn't horrid look at, it at all. It, I'm kind of glad I didn't because yeah. I liked the, like the majority of this this first issue at least. Um, so basically, like the military wants brain cells, mm-hmm. and don't we all? Yeah, Superman's like nah. But he's duped naturally because he's young and susceptible, and then he so he shrink he candahars it. Yeah, mm-hmm. not can- um, is it candle? Candor, candor, candahar is black uh, black Adam. Yes, something similar. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Similar. Anyways, you yeah, he shrinks the fuck out of it and puts it in a bottle. Yeah, he basically glass bottles all of Metropolis. Yeah. Which I was wondering, because I had read another Superman book before this and wasn't aware. They kept talking about what, what John, John did, did yeah. to Metropolis. John what fucked Superman up. Did. Yeah. He's, he's, he's removed Metropolis from Earth, essentially. Turns out you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And a he lot of... car off as well. Yeah, she shows up and there's a crater where Metropolis used to be. She's like, huh. <laughs> John? <laughs> well, at first she was worried about him. Yeah. I like what they did with that, um, uh, what was it, uh, Guardian um, side story? Yeah, I was going to say, so some of these books, some of the bigger titles have several side books going on within them because they're going to have their own book eventually. I read that side story or not. Some of them I didn't read. Some of them so this led it, there was a Mr. Miracle story in this one, which actually... No, the Miss... Well, is no, no. there a different one? Yes. yes. This Mr. actually Miracles? leads okay. directly into War, War World. Yeah. I, that's right. It did say... Well, it said that took place after Metropolis there 2. There is another book <laughs> that explains how he got there. Anyways... Uh, man, it is <laughs> comics are convoluted. Well, it's not Scott Free. No, Mr. no. Shiloh. Uh, his name is Shiloh. Yeah, so Shiloh I, Norman. I am less interested in that story. Just so we're getting Scott is awesome. The stories of Scott's like what's going on inside <laughs> Metropolis because it's time there for them is like it's taking a long time. I don't know how long it's actually taken for John, but it seems to be passing differently because like air quality is like bad because they're in a glass bottle. But Mr. Miracle is uh, they're trapped inside, like helping people. And as is they're a hero, basically he's just a cop, isn't he? Named Guardian. He's got a big shield. Yeah, he's been he's been around in comics before. So that's an issue too. And Jimmy Olsen's like a big deal. He's like trying to help like lead like all the good people mm-hmm. and he's all that. Got to be. <laughs> Jimmy? Yeah. One of the highest rated books of 2020 was My, my Pal Jimmy Olsen. I haven't read it yet. But I have zero I haven't desire. Heard, I haven't heard anything negative about that book at all. Interesting. There's a lot of shit. Like, this is why Squirrel, do, Squirrel Girl does well with Marvel. And yeah, but I that's the main reason. Fucking I, hate Squirrel Girl. That's the main reason I wanted to read that Mr. Miracle book by, what's his name? It's because King. everybody was fucking raving about it. That's also one of my favorite things I've ever read. I know. It's that's so really that's what I'm saying. I wanted to try it out. We didn't know until we bought it. It's true. Um, yeah. so, so, number two, John wins. Just there's okay. I am bummed to find out that there are only two or three issues. It's because this is all setting the stage for the world we live in now for the continuous books. This is basically a lot of these books are basically exposition, I, I guess. Just- is I mean, the best way to put that. But so is it going to be like these newer versions of characters still around? Or is it like yes. resetting back to the old characters? No, new characters. Okay, well then no, I'm perfectly fine. I just don't want to lose because I like a lot of these characters quite yeah. a bit. That's why I was saying Future State as a line ends, I think, at the end of March. But this is the these, future version of the DC This is how they're establishing. How they're this forward. is our jumping off point, at least for now. And then we're going to go forward with this. Okay. 
Um, this is a lot of lore establishing and all that stuff. I'm okay with that. Trying to set the timeline, even though if you're not reading everything, you will be fucking lost. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but in the, I liked, I like John as a character, so that helps. Nothing outside of what happens with Metropolis, and then he ends up shattering the glass when he comes back in and is like, hey, I'm here for you guys, and that's it. And and they're like, okay, so he's just Superman. He's kind of grown up. He's learned what's from his mistake there. And we're jumping off from right there. That's really what that is. Fair. Um, uh, Swamp Thing, another two-book run. Um, really didn't like the first book. Yeah, you guys talked negatively about the first one. I didn't, mind the, I didn't mind the first one. I, I thought that some of the side stuff, like while they were traveling up north to find some remnants of humans or whatever, he was talking about how he created his group of other kind of Swamp Thing people. Yeah, this is the farthest future book there is, because basically end of the world. Um, yeah. He uh, Humans are basically gone. He's trying to find them. He's created... Uh, a species uh, okay. from him. It turns out in book two, you find out there are basically all of his personality traits. Rage, trepidation, yeah. whatever. Um, but they do find a human at the end of the first one. Um, but yeah, he's basically like a god at this point. And for my notes on Swamp Thing 2, the first words are, that escalated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Floronic Man still is still going and is basically t trying to turn himself in the Swamp Thing. Yeah, and it's badass looking. He's just turned himself into plant. He looks so weird. Yeah, but cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Like I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this? He uses a hero I didn't know about. Obsidian called Obsidian. Yeah, that's actually a uh, a JSA character. Um, he blocks out the sun. Uh, obsidian can create darkness. Okay. So he amplifies the fuck out of obsidian and completely blacks out the sun. And uh, so uh, Swamp Thing turns on his own kind and kills them because they are like, why do you care more about the humans? And then goes into, they're good and they have hope and all this sort of stuff. Bullshit. But uh, anyway, so he grows to the size of the planet and creates a canopy uh, for them to protect them from the intense cold, and humanity lives for like it cuts forward like a few thousand years where humanity's just been living in his root system, and that's kind of fucking cool. It, it's really fucking cool. <laughs> but before that, you find out that the reason why humanity's gone is because he lost his shit and uh, like wiped out most of the planet. Did you catch that? Yeah, he didn't mean to, but it happened. He was really cool looking, though. Like, he had these big fucking horns. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Man, he can have some of the His coolest designs. His designs are great. Yes. Greenfather. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so he grows planet size, and it kills him. Like, eventually mm -hmm. he just dies, because he has to say, he's like, at some point I die. Like, it's just kind of his him talking afterwards. He's like, eventually I just dried out and died. But And then the very last thing is, like, uh uh, he starts to kind of break apart because sunlight's coming through, and like so, he, he's humanity has survived a few thousand years, and their new future is now because of Swamp Thing. <laughs> I assume that's the last that, book that, in timeline wise, because otherwise, some of these other books are real far future. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I think most of the books that started off kind of okay wound up. 
Most ended well, yeah. except for uh, uh, the Kara Superwoman book. I didn't read the second one. It one. fucking sucks. I, I was not excited just looking at the cover of it. It's I hate that artwork that, like, I don't know who that artist is, but they've had continuous work in comics. And <laughs> it I, was me. I never fucking like it. Uh, Should I skip it? No, Is yo, it don't, don't know, don't read that book. Okay, good. Uh, can, you will be, delete. you will make you stop comics. Well, you're again. not doing anything. Uh, <laughs> no, you should just sit there There's and look at the stuff wall to do though. Uh, I <laughs> you hate do that something book. maybe. Uh, I'm trying to even find my notes on it. it probably just says this sucks. Uh, it's been deleted from the tablet. Yeah, you you will not want to read that. There it is. Uh, I'd put it under. It's. Like one sentence. Kara has a safe space on the moon. It basically fights uh, for kindness. And it, it, my last line just says, "I fucking hate this book." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Like another race shows up, and she has to teach him like how to be kind and all that. It, it's so like just bullshit. It, it does not matter at all. Kara dies in it. If that helps. Okay. Uh, it's and it's very again another far future one, but she's yeah she's she's dead and they learn how to be better people because of Kara. It's so stupid. I hate that book. Alrighty, <laughs> and it, like nothing else. Like it's one of the few books that like has no bearing on the rest of the universe. They're like oh, Kara has a society on the moon where people go like alien refugees go. That's it. That's it. All right. Um, Flash. Did you read Flash? I did. I read up. I read issue one. Okay, Flash is interesting. I didn't love the first half. Okay, of that book. Um, once they actually got into confronting Wally, Wally, um, I liked it a lot more. So, do you know what Wally is? Yeah, we were just talking about it. I somehow was so tired reading this. I missed this famine. He's the Horseman of the Apocalypse, yeah. which turns out is a major player, like in crossover books. Mm-hmm. Um, you eventually learn why he's there. But yeah, Wally is famine of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse and is just murdering fools. Um, Flash has hope, but basically because of that, the Speed Force has been ripped away from every speedster but Wally. So this is basically Barry going back to being a brilliant scientist, and he has access to all the rogue's weapons. And him and the Flash family, I guess is the best way, all the other speedsters form a group to try and fight crime, but also figure out a way to save Wally. And it doesn't go well. Yeah, Wally killed Bart prior to this. Bart dies uh, at the at the very beginning of the book uh, because he gets hit with, like, rainbow shards yep. from uh, Rainbow Rider, I guess. I think so. I don't know, it's a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. Um, that leaves them all struggling. Uh, but they decide to go confront... Um, Wally and they think they're like I forget how they were, but they were like they're in spirit. I don't know. It had something to do they with Max the, Mercury, wasn't it? When he I, I like tr- teaching them how to like be Zen or something I don't to like to get into Wally's brain. They had the uh, so they were tracking down technology from mm-hmm. a lot of the Rogues Gallery and uh, essentially modified uh, helmets. Yeah, some of the helmets. Uh, um, I don't know. And they were able to link. Uh, why can't I not remember the first Flash's name? Barry? Jay? Yes. Oh, Jay Garrick, yeah. Yeah. Um, his They had, like, variations on his helmet, and they were able to all link their, their minds together. They thought they couldn't be touched, and they were wrong. Yeah, he saw them. Yeah, Jay dies. Yeah. He dies poorly. 
Uh, he basically just gets uh, what I like to call Indiana Jonesed. Fair. Uh, yeah, and then it, it ends with Barry, the first issue ends with Barry essentially deciding he's got to trap and actually kill Wally, which is what he didn't want to do. He wanted to try and free him. Yeah, so in the, the second one, The first part of the second book was great. It was like one of those 18 montages where they're like, dun, 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 like strapping stuff on. Every rogue weapon you can think of, Barry's like, let's fucking do it. He yeah. looked like he looks ridic- Robocop. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> it's awesome, though. He's so ridiculous and over the top, it's great. He cripples Wally, um, and then Famine r- reveals that he doesn't feed. What he feeds on is despair and loss of hope, and he's been basically just plain. He's like you're like basically like a fucking buffet, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he puts him out a step of time and makes him basically a DC version of a Force ghost. Like he, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, like he can't like nobody can see him or anything, but he just exists and he can't die. Is he still disconnected from Speed Force? Yeah, so yeah. essentially Famine is just carrying him around as his personal snack bar. It's not good. He's no. just feasting on his hope. But before Loss that, he had been loading all of the... He had been doing... He was like the foremost researcher on uh, on the the riders of the apocalypse, which we still don't know. We're like, why is this a fucking thing? Um, and out of nowhere, then the book, Psybeast... Because that's Cyborg and yes, Beast they, Boy. Uh, that, that was in Titans a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he shows up at the end of book two, and this is how it leads directly into Teen Titans. Uh, but he finds Barry's ring, which has all the information on the writers in it. Okay. Uh, yeah, he finds it. It's loaded with all of it. And I was like, and then all of a sudden, we end up with Teen Titans. Uh, so let's talk about Teen Titans. Teen Titans is the best book in Future State. Like, I liked the first issue pretty solidly. Uh, it's really fucking good. Um I like Teen Titans anyway, since we've started reading, like, Teen Titans and Titans, when Titans is a series that's running, like, I feel like is always consistently the best told stories. Um, and basically just... The best TV show. Just stuff, it's really good. And, like, all the stuff, like, even, because I feel like a lot of, like, uh, what was the the one where, Wall- where Wally kills... Uh, Red Arrow, what Ray Kirillis, uh Roy. Oh, um, Heroes in Crisis. Heroes in Crisis, yeah. Like, that's basically a oh, Titan yeah, that story. Was such a good fucking book. Like, all the central characters, like, that were there were mainly Titans. And since then, it's had to do, you know, uh, with all that. Yeah, it was, that book was really fucking good. Also, lay off a Wally. They've made Wally a Man, that man guy. is going through some it, shit. They, he's their whipping <laughs> boy. What did he, they? I, somebody did is like, them? fuck Wally West. Do you think it's because of the really bad actor that plays him in the Flash show? Well, see, that's Wallace. That's Wallace. Oh, that that also Wallace. exists. That's a different person. Who Except for they in murdered him in Teen Titans. That's like true. we just see his gravestone. He's already dead. We've never seen him in Future State yet because he's dead. I thought no, they showed it in Flash One. There was one panel. I'm pretty sure where Wallace was killed. Mm, I don't think so. I'm like nine. There's another black guy. They they're talking about Wallace at that time though. They they mentioned that Wallace is dead at this point because he is killed when the writers like in the as yet unseen thing when the writers appear in the initial battle with them he dies. His because his gravestone is on Titans Island. Yeah, with uh, Dial H for Hero Kid. Yes, uh, another Miguel. So, something like turns that. out the uh yeah the H phone is like a big fucking deal in Titans. Yeah, so. Yeah, we see like the big players, Wally Wallace and Donna, are all 
we see their gravestones right at the beginning of Titans. Yeah. It's uh, it's Dick and uh, Emiko show up, mm-hmm. and yes. they're there to get the H dial. Um, and you really don't know what the fuck's happening. Um, they go like through there. The the whole thing's to recover the H dial, and then we go back. Starfire is leading the Titans at a hidden location. We still don't really know it. And then Shazam has like his own team, and they're in the middle of like a plot. And like we don't know what he's doing, but he's there like to fight somebody. Um, and uh, we learn about we know very little, but we learn that Cyborg and Beast Boy are now a thing. Like they're just Cybeast. Yes, they're called Cybeast. They both speak. Separately. Yeah, they talk to each other, but they're one being. They're speaking for. For each other, I feel like as they, well. Yeah, like sometimes, and they're like because they argue with each other. Yeah, it, it. I really like that character. Um, we will see how that happened at some point. Um, but anyways, yeah, and <clears throat> uh, Red X is being held prisoner there, and Red X was originates from the Teen Titans uh, uh, animated show. Yeah, the original Teen Titans. And this is the first time he's ever appeared in comics, correct? Because he correct. was a super popular character. In yeah, it. it's amazing that he's never been in a comic book before. Because in the comics, it was just Dick Grayson. Like, yeah, he, he was trying to infiltrate Slade's uh, like inner workings or whatever. Yeah, so this is his costume, and we still don't know exactly who it is that took that form and but he was like i know why you really did it and you know you because you understood that this meant something and all Mm -hmm. this so we don't know who the fuck it is that gets into book two of like we have a group of people we know he came from that yeah man there is god it's fucking cool uh (laughs) i was we were all like really confused but it ends with the panel of you see that because all throughout the book like people keep calling him nightwing he's like nightwing really he's like stop fucking calling me and i was like okay so he's like just done with the character but he's wearing the costume which yeah is confusing. but the colors are off and then you understand why because the last panel he lets red x go because they he has a plan but it's because he's deathstroke now deathwing yeah going by <laughs> deathwing um it's so awesome and he's and we're going to see this in a future book but he's been spending time working for with slade because yeah. he in book two he's like slade. i haven't seen slade in months slade. um him and red x suit up together and i'm and it's a badass like splash page oh yeah it's super cool. And so you haven't read two? I've not read two. I'm going to ruin it for you, but you should still read it because, man, know. it's. Yeah. And because mainly there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I was reading it while he walked in. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so we see it opens up with like the Titans were running basically like a school, like for young heroes. And we open up and we get a flashback on. A group of them have hacked the H dial, and it's Halloween night, and they're trying to do something with Roy. They're trying to, I guess, call forth the spirit of Roy, because um, like they're like dialing Roy, and they're like, "That didn't work. Try this." And then they dial something, and basically they're like, "Oh shit!" And the whole time, I, I want to—I think his name's Miguel, the guy that usually has the H dial—is like screaming at them. He's like, "Fucking stop! You don't know what you're doing." Um, and when everything goes off, he's like, give it to me now. Yeah. And then flash of light, bad shit happens. Somehow that called forth the riders of the apocalypse. Okay. Um, we will see that, uh, at some point, um, a lot of people, uh, fucking died in that, that battle that we haven't seen yet. Uh, but this goes into Miguel Montez. This goes into a last stand, like 
the, this is a two book, another two book run, and they're setting up a last fight. Shazam's team's been there. It's him, Crush, and well, who's the block guy that can create like walls? And oh, stuff? Bunker. He Bunker. was. Uh, he was in um, some. Uh, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws books. He can create like solid material out of yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, his doesn't look cool. It's a bad design, but he has a cool power. Yeah. Um, they were there to steal like the spe- again the spear. I don't know why that's become a thing lately, but the power of it draws in all four of the Jesus writers. Complex in a lot of comic books, if we're being honest. <laughs> um. So all yeah, all four of the riders come, and then they're like, "All right, it's time. They're going to make a last stand." And you, can, the plan's kind of revealed as they're fighting them. But basically, the plan is to draw them together. They have to force them into one being, and then uh, uh, Raven is going to bind them to herself, and then they're going to lock away Raven in the Rock of Eternity. Sounds like a rough plan, but okay. Where Shazam will guard over, so it's taking Raven and Shazam off the board forever. Or so you think. Uh, But yeah, uh, that's when I was like, oh, that's when that book takes place. Uh, So, uh, yeah, turns out that book's way in the future. (laughs) Yeah, I have not read that yet. Uh, You don't know that when you read it until you read Teen Titans 2. And I'm like, oh, so I have to read everything always. Yeah. Um, I need to read. Y'all with these watches and rings are just slamming them around. I'm very animated. Uh, but yeah, so they, they fight and you finally get to see the writers and it's badass. I don't know who all they are. One, one of them looks like Donna Troy, but it looks like a dude. I, one of them's roundhouse roundhouse is pestilence. And like, he just like barfs up this red plague. The big, where's the look- monster? It's got it's got to be Blue Beetle because he's got multiple oh, eyes. Oh, it, it I is. I think Blue, it's Jaime. Yeah, it's the younger Blue Beetle. I, the, you're right. That's a hundred percent who that is. Um, and he's Death. War. Yes. I mean, it looks like Donna Troy, but except it's a dude. Hmm. But I'm like, maybe the writer just did that. And of course, Wally is Famine. Yeah. Um, and so they make their last stand and they keep like, they can take over people and you keep seeing people like getting took over briefly. Emiko does hard. Do you know who I like? Gorilla Greg. I hate all those new people. <laughs> Gorilla Greg. And most of all, there's a hero called Total- Totally Tubular. Yes. That sounds fucking awesome. We've yet to see him do literally anything. I think he makes tubular. But he was one of the group. All those young kids were with the other young kids. I'm assuming Roundhouse is there because he got turned. But uh, they uh, were the ones that unleashed. uh, All the young ones released uh, the riders. Uh, Anyways, they're successful. um, And uh, Red... uh, Red X takes off his mask and runs in, but they keep it in shadows on purpose, so it's going to be a big thing. But yeah, so basically, and there's a. Did you catch that when Raven sucks them all in and she's like, all this, and then she, it's very in bold, says unkindness. It's weird because there's another book where there's like this cosmic force called the unkindness. And I'm like, does that have to do with it? It's weird. There's so much going on, and I have so many questions. Anyways, yeah, this also leads into Shazam. Uh, but you should read it. It's really fucking cool. And they said there is, at the end of March, a new Teen Titans book that will cover all the events that led up to it. Okay. And basically go over, like, it covers all the young ones in the school. It'll lead into that night on Halloween, so we'll, like, see everything. Okay. Um. But... 
I don't. I'll, that was easily my favorite book uh, out of that. Uh, out of all the new ones. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Yosemite Sam's a Jew. I wish, I really wish we had Yosemite <laughs> Samuel Rosenbaum on this fucking Michelangelo podcast. Michelangelo Rosenbaum. You're right. Yosemite Samuel Michelangelo Rosenbaum the <laughs> third. Today, Rosencrantz and Gilders, Guildstein.